Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Baby Steps. My name is Scott. Um, not exactly my normal cheerful self. Um, before we get into the episode though, from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely thank all of you. Um, last episode I challenged you guys to get my daughter Alexis's YouTube channel to 200 subscribers. It was at 152 a week ago. We didn't hit 200, but she's at 190. So almost 40 new subscribers in a week. I I, I can't thank you enough. Alexis was overjoyed. She puts a lot of hard work into those videos. Like I said, she shoots all the videos and edits everything from her from her phone she doesn't use a computer she doesn't use a camera she uses her phone so again thank you very much and a long-term challenge her birthday is in november so by november let's get her to 500 so that is the goal but i appreciate everyone for helping her out her youtube channel is angel lex um I'm calling this episode Road Trippin'. I am currently on my way home from work in West Des Moines. So it's about a 50-minute drive. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk for 50 minutes. If the audio is a little bad, I'm in my car, so I certainly do apologize. But I've got a lot to get off my chest. I've always said I'm going to be me. I'm going to be real. And I think there's nothing more real than, than this. You're going to get me through the good times and the bad. And this past week has been one kick to the stomach to stomp to the stomach after another. It's just been one thing after another, after another. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was just... I had a panic attack Monday morning... Um, I had another panic attack on Wednesday morning. Um, Thursday, come to find out. um, So when I got this new job, immediately, you know, since I've been divorced and everything, um, I set up my child support payments to come out of my check. I called our caseworker, got it all set up. They gave me the paperwork. So before the first day on that job... When I walked in, I had paperwork thinking it was all set up. Well, it wasn't. Because I find out on Thursday of last week, since I started, no payments have been made. So that's the first thing. I was all happy, though, because I got paid on Thursday, which was the other big thing was uh, my boss, who approves my time cards every week was out of the office and it got to Wednesday and nobody had approved my time card. So I've been pestering people, pestering people finally through my agency that I work through. They finally got it approved. Funds were in my account on Thursday. Paid the bills that I needed to. The big one was my car payment. And again, I don't talk about this, but I kind of can't leave this out. So I make my car payment on Thursday. Now, 
I pay my car payment every other week. So two weeks ago when I made my payment on Thursday, because I won't lie, for a while I had a stretch where I paid late. And it got to a point like, you can't pay late anymore, otherwise we're going to take the car. So I've been paying either on time or early. And when I've paid early, there's never been an issue. Two weeks ago, make my payment on Thursday, get up Friday morning, see that there's no money in my bank account. I look and they took a second payment. So Thursday, I pay all my bills and everything. Still completely stressed out about about everything else. But I'm like, okay, tomorrow's Friday. It's an Alexis weekend. We're going to have some fun. I have some special things for us planned. I wake up Friday morning. And there's $30 in my account. When I made my payment to the car place on Thursday, I said, please, please make sure you do not take a second payment. Okay, no problem. Well, obviously there was a problem. So while I'm at work, I'm trying to get this done. I'm trying to figure out the child support thing. Luckily, I didn't get in trouble at work. But I had to fight and scramble. I got off at 1 o'clock and then I had to get on the phone with my bank and with the car place and the car place was refusing to drop this pre-authorization thing to get the money back into my account and finally I had to just say I need to go get Lex we were going to go to a comic book store and look around, we still did and by the time we pulled into the comic book store, the money was back into the account went through the weekend um, still stressed out so bad to the point on Saturday night I fell asleep at 9.30 so I get to today Mondays are always busy in a call center and we were the way it ended last week with the child support was I couldn't get a hold of anyone through my agency except the guy that recruited me. And he was trying to help me. And he, and he told me, I've talked to someone. They said that your, that your child support is being taken out. Well, right before the end of my morning break, the child support caseworker calls me. Of course, when I called her last week, I got her voicemail and said, I'll call you back in two days. And then what she tells me is, I sent the order over to your agency on on June the 26th. And you're telling me they haven't, no payments have been, or she's like, there's nothing in the account. Nothing's been taken out. I go, well, they told me on Friday they were taken out. So I need to know what's going on. She goes, well, you need to call them. Because if they're taking money out of your banking account or out of your check, for this for for child support and it's not going to us I don't know what's going on well when I talked to someone at the agency earlier they told me well or actually what the child support lady said also was well but they do have 30 days 
from the time they get the order to actually start taking payments. So I'm like, wait a minute. So they can they can wait 30 days on this. I go, was anyone going to tell me this? So now I'm furious. I, I Anyone that I could contact at that age, I'm like, I need to know something. And all I'm getting is email addresses. Email addresses. I'm like, can't I talk to a real person on the phone? No, through, through that department, they don't have direct lines. All this time, they're like, you need to call the IT department because you need to be able to get access to your account so you can look at your pay subs to see if we're taking anything out. All this time, apparently nobody at that place could look into my check stubs to see if money had been taken out. We're going to circle back around to Sunday, but... I got to get all of this out. So anyway, so my last afternoon break, I call and try to get a hold of IT. I don't get a hold of IT, but I get a message that says, dial this number for garnishments. I'm like, awesome. Maybe I can talk to a real person on this issue and maybe somebody can tell me what's going on so I get a hold of one person remember again I dialed the number to get the garnishments and they put me on hold to actually get me in in touch with someone in garnishments talk to this person who's supposedly in garnishments and they're like hey um, we didn't take any money out I go why not because we never received the order from your child support caseworker Now I'm livid. I get some contact information because the caseworker earlier in the day said if you can get me a phone number or an email address or a fax number. So I got an email address and a fax number. They wouldn't give me a phone number. So then I call the caseworker up, of course. Voicemail. Won't hear from her for two days. So that's where I'm at. I'm now three payments behind on my child support. And I'm not going to lie. I'm tired. There have been a good portions of my life where I did a lot of things wrong. If you listen to the show, I've been trying to do things right. And I'm just tired of doing, trying to do everything I can to do things right and continually get dumped on. The other thing was, on the way home with Lex, I get a warning message on my car that says, replace your timing belt. So I call my dad up because he's a mechanic. I don't He's like, well, you're going to have to call the car place. I'm like, well, they're closed until Monday. So I call them this morning. Like, yeah, we can get you in on August 15th. At this point, my dad has done some research on the timing belt. And it's not exactly a good thing to, to have that come up. This guy there didn't seem to be too worried about it. 
I'm like, can't you get any, get me in any sooner? I drive a hundred miles a day to and from work. It's like, well, as long as you don't put thousands of miles on it, it should be okay by the time you bring it in. I go, well, how much is this going to cost? Well, I'll have to give you a quote. I'm like, how long is it going to take for a quote? An hour? Well, this is right before I started my shift. So I called back. Got the same guy again. And he tells me, I finally get some good news. He says, yeah, we can do it on the 15th. It'll only cost you your $50 deductible. It's covered. He goes, oh, wait a minute. Um... You haven't been in in a long time for an oil change. Have you even changed the oil on that car? I go, yeah, me and my dad changed it a, few, a couple months ago. Oh, well, you're not allowed to do that. I go, what do you mean? He goes, we have to do the, the oil changes. And I go, but you guys take a month. I had to get it changed at that moment. Well, I'm sorry, but unless you can produce the receipt showing that you bought the materials to change your oil, it voids out your warranty. And then we're going to have to charge you parts and labor. I go, well, how much is that going to be? $450. So now I am in a huge hole for child support. And again, people say, well, why didn't you just pay them online? Because I didn't know they weren't being taken out. Well, why didn't you look at your check stubs? Yeah, probably by mistake, but it was all set up. I did everything I was supposed to do, and it should have been all set up. So between my agency and child support, somebody's not doing their job because I did mine. I called the caseworker, said, hey, I got a new job. Here it is. Can you please set up the child support to come out? Sure, no problem. And now I'm staring down a potential $452 to get my car fixed. Now my dad is trying to go through the O'Reilly Auto Parts that he thinks he bought the stuff from to get a receipt. Good thing is at least I have till the 15th. And then to go back to a previous episode about my schooling to figure out if I could still take my classes, this was supposed to be the week that I have the meeting. Talked to the secretary today. Oh, well, we're booked up really solid. We can't get you into a we can't have a meeting with you until August the 8th. So now I have to wait another two weeks. Basically, Wipe money wiped me out from it, but basically wiping me out from being able to take the next class. I'm not. I'm not happy. I even said it on Wednesday at church. I don't like the person that I see in the mirror. I'm losing my mind and I'm losing the person that I was becoming. And here's the worst part about it. I feel like a complete piece of garbage, even though Pastor Carrie told me otherwise. But the men of our church went on a retreat this past weekend. They went to Wisconsin, the state of Devil's Lake, Wisconsin. They talked about it on Sunday. 
you could just see from the guys that went there, their lives were changed. And I should have been happy for them. But I wasn't. I was angry. And this is the exact thought that went in my head. What did I do wrong? Why did they get to go and have that experience with God and I had to stay back here and suffer? I wanted to be changed. They did stuff that, that conquered your fear of heights. I need to do that. I need that. Why did I have to stay back here and get trampled on all week? Pastor Gary told me, well, there, there's nothing you did wrong. There's some sort of reason and lesson for this. And maybe it's just for the sheer fact of what you're doing, and where you're, where you're going, that you can use this as a story to tell someone. And I get that, but come on. Why? And there's people that have it far worse than me, I know that. But geez Louise. And now it's just continuing into this week. But I still don't have the child support thing solved. And quite honestly, I'm not going to be able to make a payment this week because my check's going to be short. Because of my two panic attacks I had this week. I had a panic attack so bad I couldn't go to work on Monday. The one that I had on Tuesday was so bad I had to leave early. Should I have tried to work through it? Yeah, absolutely, but I didn't. I guess I'm really finding it hard. And it's funny because a lot of the message that God's been working in my head is about... There's always a plan. There's always a plan. Well, I'd like to know what this plan is. Through all of it, I I, I put on a happy face and had fun with Lex because she deserves it. I've ruined so many weekends for her. But it was always in the back of my mind, yeah, but the week's going to start and you got to deal with it all over again. Like, I've got a tithe message I need to put together this week and I don't know what to do. I feel like a piece of garbage for, for being mad at guys that got to do something that I didn't get to do. desperately needed that experience and I couldn't go because I just started this job and couldn't take the time off but then again I had two panic attacks and was out of work early anyway but I wasn't expecting that to happen either so I don't know I don't know what what the lesson is to be learned from this. There is. There always is. Every scar is a lesson. 
But man, I'd really like to know what this one is. My friend Donna, um, she's the facilitator through uh, through my Ultimate Journey classes. She told me, "Well, it, it, it's it's an attack from from Satan on you because he's scared of your purpose." And I'm just like, "Why? Who am I?" I've had glimpses of the person that I'm going to be eventually, but man, at this point, I don't see me ever making it. I don't do anything anymore. I'm back to that again. I keep having ideas of doing stuff, and I just don't do it. Well, I'll do it tomorrow. Give me an hour, and I'll do I'll do something. And then I just never... I haven't shot my bow in over two weeks. There was a tournament I was looking forward to going to this weekend. I'm not going to go now. One, because I might not have the money to go to it. But two, there's no way. Not having shot for two weeks, going to a course that I've never been to, is a disaster of me losing all of my arrows. And I'm finally ahead in the game on that. This is something I love doing, and I can't bear to even... I can't even shoot my Acubo at home. I just can't get out of the chair to do it. I feel like I've taken a humongous leap backwards. And like I said, I've got a tithe message I need to, to prepare for Sunday. And in like three weeks or so... I'm leading a Bible study, and I need to get started on that. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. Those are good things. Those are things I want to do. And I just can't get myself to do anything. How I've been able to produce at the level I am at at work, I don't know. When I was there last week... When I was actually there working, tops of the newcomers, and one day I was second on the whole team. This might actually be a job that I'm good at. But I'm letting all of this other stuff just ruin everything. Like, I barely wanted to get out of bed and go in. I was hoping and praying that that car place would say, yeah, bring it over right now and we'll and we'll work on it. I was hoping and praying they would do that so I wouldn't have to work today. And I actually like this job. I'm worried about the car. I know God God has my back. Everything has been pointed. God has my back. God will provide. God, I know. But I'm finding it so hard to fully believe. I know I'm not being punished. But I don't see the purpose of this. And then the biggest thing, the biggest kick of it all, on top of everything else, 
So I go through a debt consolidation place because I racked up a bunch of medical bills when I was with my second wife and decided I wasn't going to pay any of them. So I started going through this company. I pay $230 a month. There's two payments. And what it does is it goes into a fund and then they contact the, the creditors and they pay them. And they've paid two or three of them off, so they have like four or five left. It was a necessity because there was no way I was going to be able to pay them on my own. They negotiated a, a deal down and that's what they're doing. Well, I guess I didn't pay attention or whatever. I just didn't care. But they took out a payment today. And I didn't have the $114 in my account. So it overdrew me by $107. Now I did get some help. So I'm fine, because then I'll have gas to get back and forth to work, but it's just one thing after another, and I'm, I'm helping out with the youth group car wash this weekend, because it sounds like fun, it's going to be hot, so it sounds like a good day to, to hang around with a bunch of hoses and water and stuff, but I'm really hurt. That's really me. A lot of my users, or a lot of my passwords and stuff, and a lot of my social media stuff that I've added. I guess I didn't notice I was doing this, but they're all the real Scott or the real Scott Daily. It's what you get on this show. But I'm not just going to pat myself on the back every week with, with good stuff. Because that's not real either. This is real life. I live paycheck to paycheck. And I know there's many other people that do that. Or live with far less. A lot of the things that I have. Were gifts from people. My TV my dad gave to me. He got a new one so he gave me his. My Playstation that I play. My second wife bought that for me like four years ago. My bow was given to me. The arrows that I have, I bought a few of them, but the other ones my dad bought for me. My new quiver, he bought for me. I mean, he got himself one, he got Alexis one, so he got everyone one, but... It's not like I'm going out and spending a bunch of money. I mean, albeit I did spend some money this weekend for me and Lex to paint, but I didn't spend an insane amount of money on it either. And 
And the thing is, I'm happy with what I have. Up until recently, I'm happy with who I am. I'm just not happy with this mindset that I'm in. Maybe it's not it's not me, it's just... I feel like I need to be better. I feel like I need to be stronger, and I'm just not right now. It's not fun when you've had the glimpses of being this strong leader and speaker and theologian. And that feels so far away that I don't know if I'll ever make it. I don't know if I'll make it halfway there. I just want to feel better. I know people from my church have been praying for me. You could say a prayer for me too. Again, it's it's not about the money. It's just all of it hitting me at once. And they're doing a tap dance on me. Not even a tap dance. They're they're doing a full-on salsa dance on me right now. And I guess that's the worst part is why I feel bad is I know I'm, I've seen glimpses of what I'm going to be in right now. I'm barely scraping by a believing that this is going to get better. I think that's going to do it for today's show. Again, if the audio quality is bad, I certainly do apologize. I'm in my car. So this will be the first road tripping episode of the podcast. So I appreciate everyone for listening, for supporting, um, for supporting Alexis's YouTube channel. That means the world to her. You know, she paid me something uh, Thursday night before she came. One of the things she put on it, it says, I love you to the moon and back. That little girl's got it all together. All the crap that she's been through. That little girl is something special. And she's going to do a lot of special things. I've said it many times, at 11, she's who I... At 11, she's the kind of person I wish I was at 30. So again, her YouTube channel is Angel Lex. Check it out. Her videos are short. Give her a subscribe. She's got a couple videos that are over 10,000 views. I think she had one that just recently hit 13,000. So, she does good work. So, thank you, and I apologize for getting this out a day late, but we'll talk to you next time.